Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. And welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with mental illness. Before we get started, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Okay, so today we have a very special episode, um, and we are interviewing one of my favorite people in the in the whole wild world. Um, we met all the way back in high school, but I think we, me and Linky, thought it would be a nice idea to just kind of have someone on who can give us, you know, their perspective on what their COVID-19 experience has been. So welcome, Londi Mbata. How are you? Ah, I'm good, thanks. Thank you for having me. No problem. So tell us a bit about yourself. Like, what is what are you up to in these uh, post-apocalyptic days? Um, wow. So I'm Londi Mbata, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, 22-year-old human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm a student, university student. I'm studying a Bachelor of Education. Mm-hmm. So... In the post-apocalyptic times, as you call them, I've been basically just trying to stay afloat with my academic work. Um, yeah. I've also been doing some practicals with my teaching. So that mm-hmm. was also a very interesting experiment, experience. Um, teaching under these circumstances and having to adjust to that. So that's the big thing that has been happening for me in the past few months. Oh, wow. Well, I wanted to ask, I mean, um, in terms of these times, have you been stationed in one place or have you, um, have you been in two different places? I mean, have you been with your family? Are you living alone or in res? Uh, so for the most part, I've been staying on campus. So the school where I work is was a boarding school. So there's staff accommodation. And I've been staying there in my quarters. And then every now and again, I think when we moved down to level three, that was the first time when I actually went home to my family. And right now I'm at home with my family. So it's just between the two places. Wow. Okay. One thing I, I, I just want to almost get off the bat. So, like, when, you know, the twenty the initial 21-day lockdown was announced, right? I think we, we all had this thing in our heads where it was like, oh, it's just going to be three weeks, and then we go right back to normal. But what did, like, for you, what did that look like? Or what did you think would, like, be the result? Did you think we would still be in a lockdown this this so far into the year? Uh, I think for me, initially at the beginning when I heard about it, it was that thing, okay, 21 days, can you take a break, get back to it? And then mm-hmm. like maybe two weeks into it, uh, okay, no, this is this is getting really shady. This is going to be long. And yeah. I think when I started like, reason, like rationalizing how viruses work and reading things and I did a like short online course. I don't know if mm-hmm. I shared that with you. And yeah. It, it became real to me that, okay, no, it's actually going to be probably the next two years yeah. that we're going to be doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. And what about, um, well, what about lockdown or about the measures that have been taken, do you think have affected you most? I mean, 
I know for me, it's definitely the wiping down of groceries, but I know that for other people, they're, you know, either not doing that or they've got other things that have affected them. Uh, for me, in my space, it would be the the financial element, I think. Mm-hmm. In my family, we've really felt sort of the the effects of that. Okay, now some people, some of my family members have been laid off work. Mm-hmm. Others are not getting their full salaries. So I think for me, that was the big thing. Like, how do we cope as a family with all of this financially? So the the like the regulations and stuff for me haven't been so bad like washing of hands and stay away from people like I don't really stay close to people ever so it wasn't a big thing for me but I think the financial element was for me the most stressful and staying healthy like just trying to to do like well physically and stay on top of that because it's so easy to like you know just take you know make amakunya and eat that a stream Um, but to try and balance that, okay, no, I actually need to keep myself healthy as well. Yeah, those are the big things. Yeah, wow. two big things. And, like, so have you noticed a change or when did you maybe notice a change um, in your mental health specifically? Because I can't imagine, you know, the financial strain of things is at all easy. And has the has the mental health aspect that all come out in your family, maybe? I come from a very, very typical black family. So we don't really talk about the mental health of it all. But yeah. I think definitely, I think the second month end, so the month end of May was where okay, it became really real that, okay, guys, you need to make adjustments to certain things and all of that. For myself as well, I think it would mm-hmm. be like that second month, going into June, exams, plus everything else that was going on. I think that was when I realized that, okay, this is this is becoming heavy for me and for those around me on a mental health level. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned exams. I mean... How was that pressure? Because I know exams in general are really stressful. So how were you managing with that? How were you coping with the load and um, all the expectations around, you know, expected around that? I think for me, I was so thankful that I only had one exam this semester. So I only had one written exam and then I have a whole lot of portfolios. But it was yeah. maths. So it, it's, to be honest, being away from work was sort of a help because I could just focus on that. So instead of having to balance classes and all of those other things, plus my studies, which is just the studies. So for mm-hmm. me, it was sort of a benefit. I think the one positive thing that came out of it. So I handled yeah. my exams quite well. Yeah. On like just a student specific, um, quite like, well, plat- well, not platform question. Would you say that like, have you noticed anything especially with like online learning and how it's like a new dimension like for us um as students like did you notice anything from your fellow students like maybe people were struggling a little bit more than they thought they would any challenges like administratively um for us well I I studied through UNISA so already a lot of our work is already online Mm -hmm. so it wasn't so much of an adjustment on that level but I think for a lot of people 
um, my fellow students, it was yeah. a thing of a lot of people don't have access to internet and devices at home, and they mm-hmm. rely on the campuses and the campus um, computer centers. And when that closed down, a lot of people couldn't do work, and that's why assignment dates were pushed back. Um, mm-hmm. There were second chance exams. Some people were advised to defer exams. So I know that stressed a lot of people out. I know mm-hmm. for us as the uh, education students, a lot of schools weren't allowing teachers, uh, student teachers into schools. Yeah. So some people are stuck right now. They're doing their final year, but they can't get into a school to teach. Mm-hmm. So that's wow. another big thing. I think UNISA as well, administratively on an average day is quite bad and it's just Mm. gotten worse so there's for now in second semester we haven't received our study material so we've been told that we need to download it and i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's okay you work online but i mean a a paper book like booklet thing is always so much easier to make notes and all of those things than trying to do that on a pdf especially if you don't have like advanced software and stuff so i think Mm. yeah so as much as it's it's normal practice for us, there have been situations where it's just gotten harder and we've had to make adjustments ourselves as well. Yeah, I think I like I like that you use the word adjustment because I think something we don't all sort of like maybe it's just a difficult thing to confront, but things aren't really gonna be the same after True. all is said and done, especially with I think what you said in the beginning about just like the the largesse of a virus and what, you know, the overall circumstances are. I mean, can you relate to that, Linky, in terms of just, you know, adjustments and what to, what two years from now might even look like? I am still of the hope that next year some of my life is going to return to normal. <laughs> so please don't oh, pop same. that bubble for me. Um, I'm not. There's there's definitely an adjustment. And I think what a lot of people are resisting is that adjustment, um, Mm -hmm. which is taking, which is making some of the more intense um, measurement measures a lot more difficult to, to manage. And it's taking so much longer for us to change levels. So Mm -hmm. where there's been complete lockdown, where people are only going out for, Um, groceries and essentials, that period is getting longer and longer instead of us us really graduating from that level to the next one and being Mm. able to see, and being able to see a a little more movement. Um, And and I think those are the adjustments that have been difficult for me. I think just that sense of, of not being able to move around as freely as as I had been able to before. Yeah. No, I definitely get that. I mean, for me, I can definitely say that this sort of like lockdown time and just the overall takeaway for COVID for me has been to really just, you know, sit with myself and be like, okay, it's not merely that my life has changed, but there's no going back to what it was. And so on a mental health perspective, I think it's been a lot of mourning. It's been a lot Mm -hmm. of grief, but also a lot of um, just being in the present. I think that's the the biggest takeaway for me on a mental health perspective is just really being 
present in, you know, the terror, the frustration, because people don't want to wear masks for whatever reason. And Lons, I don't know about you, but, you know, what have you learned about your mental health in, in, this, in this time period? Or just, you know, the, the concept of mental health for you as an individual? Um, for me, like just tying into what you're saying about being present, I was thinking about it just now, and I'm thinking that whereas in in the normal day to day buzz of okay, I wake up to work, go to school, and all of that, I think mm-hmm. the the sort of slowing down of life has helped mm-hmm. me to really like take every moment and really like just savor what's happening. So even now I'm at home. Usually I'd be coming in on Friday. Hey guys, what's happening? Sleep, whatever, do whatever, and then I'm gone on Sunday. But now mm-hmm. it's a thing of because I can't just move up and down as much as I like to. I stay for a little bit longer, maybe a week, two weeks at a time, and yeah. I'm I'm really getting to like learn stuff about people I've known my whole life that I just mm-hmm. didn't know, and just being with the people that you love, doing the things you love. I think it's for me that's what it has taught me. Like just just live, you know, live yeah. and t- take it slowly sometimes, like slow down, embrace what's happening and be in the moment all the time. Like that's for me the most important thing that I've learned. One of the things as well in this time is to just consider self-care. So Londi, yeah. on your side, what do you do for self-care, you know, just normally and how has that changed as well during this period? For me, self-care means um, either like a, a whole day of let me just switch off everything, I sit down, maybe try new recipes, cook something nice, anything that just makes me feel you know, happy and at peace. If it's stuff like a face mask or whatever, th- those kinds of just take care of my physical body and somehow it translates to taking care of my mental space so Mm -hmm. I think that this time it hasn't changed but I've just gotten some more time to do that Mm -hmm. um I'm also somebody who loves learning I -hmm. I just really like accessing new information all the time and I I think I've I've also taken some time I was talking to Abelia about learning history like I've never learned history so also just using the time to learn new things, inform myself about things that are happening out in the world and just you know, be, become a more wholesome person overall. I think that's, that's really what self-care good. has. Yeah, that's oh. what self-care needs for me right now. Mm. That's really good. I'm glad that you're finding the time to do all that. Um, thank you so much for being on, Londi. I mean, I've really enjoyed this conversation and You've given me a perspective that I didn't think about in many ways. I hope that we'll have you on again sometime. So again, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Thank you so much for listening. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. 